Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with life coaches Linda Armstrong and Rita Giganti. Today is Friday, September the 18th, 2020. It's 4 p.m. New York time, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And Rita, a few weeks ago, you gave me a little message from Spirit, and look how it has kind of spiraled. I mean, it just kept going and going and going and going to the point now we're talking about getting onto local access TV here in Connecticut, and who knows, maybe even further than that. But I didn't anticipate this when you kind of interrupted the question and say, I got a message for you. <laughs> That's how they do it. They dropped the bomb. Well, they sure did, yeah. And it just keeps uh, expanding and expanding. But um, it's it's good. Yesterday, actually, Daniel Mangana and I uh, did an entire episode for a local access channel and I'm figuring we can use it as like a, a presentation piece. So any local access channel that um, expresses interest in what we're doing, we can show them that saying, okay, here's an example of what it would be like. And, and we really just right. went back to basics. We assumed that none of the listeners knew anything about law of attraction or source energy or anything like that. So we just made it a very simple program, but it was good. Um, it also gave me pause because I realized, well, Okay, if I'm making a video program, it's not just using the Zoom video. I got to create like opening credits and closing credits. I got to create like little visuals and so forth. So that's what I've been doing the last 24 hours is is creating something fairly simple um, for that purpose. So I'm counting that in the category of taking inspired action because, right, that's what we're supposed to do. When we get inspired, we're supposed to take action. So that's what I've been doing. And um, actually, I'm going to also put out a call for help. I, I made a mention of this on Wednesday, I think. But um, anyone in the U.S., any listener in the U.S., particularly in Connecticut, but really anywhere, if you'd be willing to help get the LOA Today show onto your local public access, because most states do have uh, local public access somewhere in the state, if you'd be willing to volunteer for that, send me a note using the LOA Today app and you know just let me know, and let's see how many different places we can get into. Because, I mean, there's a lot of towns in this country, you know? So oh, yeah. what's, what's required of a sponsor? I, as far as I know, now I'm kind of uh, extrapolating here because I'm working just with the information that I've gotten from local channels here. But from what I understand so far, all a sponsor really has to do is be the official representative of the show, so to speak, to ask, can you put us on the local channel? I mean, I can do all the rest. I just need to have somebody who lives in the town to say, yes, I want to get the show onto our local access channel. So that's what I'm asking for. I'm asking for people who are just willing to say, yes, I'm, I'm willing to be that sponsor to help make that happen. And in most cases, I think it's probably just fill, filling out a form online that I help you fill out and, you know, waiting to see what the local access channel people say. Um, cool. I, I had a really good conversation on the phone um, earlier this week with the director of the Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut, public access TV channel. And, I mean, this guy was just dishing out information to me like crazy. I I couldn't even keep up with the notes with all the information he was giving. But uh, he was very encouraging. And, uh, I mean, the the difficult, challenging thing during this time, not surprisingly, is that because of COVID, the studio is not directly available. But he jumped in and said, well, but but on the other hand, what we've been encouraging our people to do is to use platforms like Zoom. I said, well, we use Zoom. He said, perfect. So so, again, it all is just kind of coming together. So it's cool. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. 
Now, also, um, since the last time you were on, Rita, we've gotten some emails from people who wrote in, uh, particularly in response to uh, the messages you were giving to them on previous shows. And I want to share some of those messages with you because um, they were pretty appreciative. Um, First one, let's see, i got to bring it up here. First one comes from Kim, and she says, Thank you for asking my question on the Eloy Today podcast. Please give Rita and Linda a big thank you for listening and responding and giving me guidance. She says, I'm thrilled to know now that Rita's guides can see some psychic ability in me, especially in clairsentience. And yes, it feels true to me. I'm always responding to my kids' questions with not specific advice, but rather I tell them to do the one that feels right or feels better. My mom moved into her new house and wanted advice on what furniture to buy and how to place it. I had lots of ideas and it worked out beautifully, but I couldn't explain why I put things in certain spots, only that the room feels better to me that way. It just feels better. I often need time to answer a question or to give my opinion, which drives my husband mad at times. Not because I am weighing the pros and cons or researching the subject. It's more that I need the time to sit with the thought, the ideas to see how I feel overall. In what appears to be an, an emergency situation, I am too calm. This bothers people. I seem to know very quickly if it's all going to be okay. I'm planning on contacting Rita again through her website for a reading soon. So loving all the shows from Kim. Nice. Thank you. And then Amy said, uh, Rita, thank you so much for your answer about me and my block on the Friday podcast. I just burst out laughing at myself. The answer was right in front of me. I'm throwing out that overused word. So a success there. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah. That, I mean, it always helps to have that feedback, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it makes a difference. I'm so grateful when that comes, yeah. So, well, first of all, I haven't really brought you guys into it very much yet. So, Linda, first of all, how are you doing today? You're looking good? Except good. you have a comforter there. It must be kind of cool where you are. It is cool where I am. Yeah. I have my nice, warm snuggly thing read i gotta turn you on to this website it has a hood and you get all kinds of cool graphics and it's so warm oh i can't my wait God. for winter <laughs> i love it yes turn me on to that um yeah it, it's just an absolute gorgeous day you couldn't ask for a better day mm, yeah that's really I mean, good you want to be outside the whole day because it's just but in the morning it was like 50 50 degrees i'm like my god we're in september still mm-hmm. <laughs> It was cold this morning, really cold. It was, yeah. And it's going to be colder this weekend. But um, other than it being a little bit windy, it was beautiful so far today. And it, I see the sun's pouring in the window, so it's still beautiful, I guess. So, yeah, we're. I mean, we're on the cusp of uh, fall. And if this is how it's going to be, I am grateful. Well, obviously, here in the Northeast, one of the staples of fall is the changing of the color of the leaves. And so far, they haven't changed at all. And I'm kind of hopeful because if they change later, I don't know about you. My observation is when they change later, they tend to be more brilliant. So I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. for a really brilliant, colorful fall. Mm-hmm. It only lasts usually a week or two, but, man, it can be gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. Yeah, something else going good. Um, so, um, now I want to let everybody know once again, we, we mentioned this last week when Linda and I did the show about the subconscious mind, that we are getting away from doing the entire show about questions for Rita um, from a psychic perspective. We're going to make this a broader, um, more generalized show so that everybody gets involved in it. Because the people who are enjoying 
Rita's psychic abilities are really enjoying it, but there's also a large segment that it just wasn't interesting to them. And so they were not listening. And it's like, no, 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 this has got to be for everybody. And, right. so, and, and Linda, by the way, as soon as we did a show that wasn't about that, the numbers spiked right back up again. So we're fine. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> Yay. I love that you did the subconscious. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that topic carried us for the entire show. Really, it was good. That's great. Yeah, great. Linda had some wonderful um, input to give on it, and uh, we even got some some live stream input. So yeah, it was good, really good. Cool. So we do have questions for you, Rita, but we want to kind of mix them in. And and I know Linda's got some cards uh, ready in the offing there. Oh yes, there's one other thing, one other piece of business. We have a guest coming next week, don't we, Linda? Is it Harold next week? No, no, no. It's Carlos. Oh, Carlos. Right. Yeah. Carlos Basquita was a co-host on the show from, I believe, October through December of 2018. So he wasn't on for a real long time, but he did a lot of the Friday shows with Linda and I. And, um, I mean, he's fun. He's a funny guy, right? But he's just he's just fun. And apparently, what, what did he say to you? He, like he has some he sort of he has story. A, he says he has a really great manifesting story. Yeah. So, because I think he moved from California to New York once again. I think and, he did, yeah. And I think uh, the the post I saw was about a new position he's taking with some company. I don't know if it's in New York or not. I really didn't get into it. But he okay. said, I got to tell you about a manifesting story. I'm like, all right, let's get on it. <laughs> I know. Well, so I don't know what it is. I'd rather just be surprised when he comes on. I know he had spent a little time in Miami. He went from California to Miami, and then he was trying to get to New York. But that was the last I heard. So, Yeah. We'll have to find out what it is. But um, Carlos, among other things, um, has done stand-up comedy. So he brings a great sense of humor. And you can always count on, on getting some laughs in whenever he's on. So Love it. Yeah. So I don't really have a specific topic for us today. But um, just kind of in general, I thought it was just kind of a good week to talk about what are the – well, I, I guess I had – direct experience with what are the direct advantages of staying in a good space, in a positive space. I've had that with uh, what's going on with the TV stuff. But in general, that if, I think it's a, a general good practice to do everything we can to just, you know, refocus our attention daily through whatever practices. It's the only way to survive, uh, especially yeah, now. I think you know? so. And it's the only way to help what's going on out there by us holding that vibration. And I know I've said it over and over and over again and sending that love out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, and it's also, it's kind of a weird thing, too, because we've mentioned this before. When we're putting stuff out there, we don't know it's necessarily doing something. We don't see it necessarily in most cases. It's doing something. We just have to trust it. I trust it completely. Yeah. I think, I don't know about you, ladies. I I find that on those occasions when it does come back to me in some way where I find that something I put out there is echoing back, that kind of reinforces for me. Yeah, it really does work. It really does pay off. Oh God, yeah. there's no doubt. It, it's you don't you don't need many people even gathered to make a big difference. Yeah, you know. And you know another thing about that too is I know um, a couple of nights ago I kept waking up and then my mind went towards like different problems that are going on in the world, and it it started to affect me. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm just mm. not going there. So I just started pulling in light and just, you know, building that light and that love and sending it out. And the more I sent it out, the more it built. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm good again. And I just went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you help yourself by 
even if you don't think about anybody else out there, by you helping yourself to stay in a higher vibration, which is going to help your immediate family or your animals or whoever's in the space with you, that trickles out. It absolutely does. And especially if you – you don't even have to intend for it to go out. Like Reed and I will want to send energy out, right? But just by you holding the higher vibe, you're lifting the vibration for the planet as well. So yep. what if everybody put a little effort into just lifting their vibration? Imagine what would happen then, right? Uh-huh. It's like it's like the group meditations. Remember we did the power of eight a long time ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, all those studies, and, and I'm sure Rita's familiar with them, where you get a group of meditators together and it changes. Crime rates go down in the areas that they do it in. I mean, it has an effect that can be measured. So, yep. so just feel good. You'll help people by feeling good. Yeah. And, um, if you get into the habit of, uh, pulling in source energy into your energy and building it, 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 so that when you give it out, it, you're never depleted of it because you continually bring it to you. And it's kind of like, um, Kind of like it come, you know, you, you know, just think about it coming through the crown and moving out and coming back around again, like a big circle, you know, and you're consistently being filled. I like to think of it like that, like filled up, even though your intention is also giving to the world. And even if you don't have the intention of that, but you're holding it, like Linda is saying, you will never be depleted. And yeah. that, to me, is very important because the minute you get depleted, you can't help anybody. Well, you can't even help yourself. Right. And you know, Yeah, and you know what? All you have to do is do something you enjoy, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be difficult. Just find something you enjoy doing and go do it. And you'll find that your energy shifts just by distracting yourself by doing something you enjoy. It's true. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be hard, right? No. You enjoy reading a book? Read a book. Go for a walk. Watch a movie. Dance. You know, do anything. Anything that you enjoy doing, just do it. Yeah. You owe it to yourself to just do it. The idea is to remove the guilt from that because a lot of people go, I don't have time for this. But, you know, (laughs) I got to I got to do shit. I mean, read a book. Like, maybe before I go to sleep tonight. You know what I mean? Like, people need to get out of that habit of, feeling guilty because they want to take an hour to do something for themselves. Right. Half hour, I don't care if it's 15 minutes, do it. Right. They keep putting themselves yeah. last. Mm-hmm. How, did, how good does that make you feel? To always yeah, put right. yourself, like you can't feel good if you're always putting yourself last because you have, it's like you're not granting yourself any beingness or any respect or any love by doing that. Yeah. And then they become the victim and the martyr and they go, oh, right. you know, I got too much of this and I got too much of that. And they don't realize that they're responsible for that, you know. They think yeah. the whole world around them is, but it, yeah. it isn't. Yeah, and I like how you say, and maybe this is going to off some kind of topic, who knows. I like how you say becoming the martyr, because a lot of people do that to themselves. And oh, half yeah. of the stuff that they're doing that makes them be the one that has to do everything, and they're the martyr, and they have to give to the, you know, a lot of that stuff they can just ask their family members for help, and their family members would probably say, oh, okay, I'll do that. But they can't ask because they have to be the martyr. Right. Yeah, that's pretty self-destructive. No doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's an Italian heritage thing. (laughs) 
I think it's probably ethnic lines. I think there are a lot of ethnicities that do that, actually. Yeah, known for that. They walk around. They think they're going to get canonized when they're in spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yeah, that's not not happening. It's funny. We're making fun of them, but they don't know any better. It's what they were taught. I mean, it's it's a virtue to be the martyr, you know? Like, Yes, absolutely. They feel like that they're... By sacrificing that they're going to get rewarded somehow for I'm a it. good person. Then God will accept me. <laughs> you know? I'm going through the gates when it's time. <laughs> so, but listen, read, read and I can bust that way because right now we're busting on Italians. We're both Italians. So right. anyone getting mad at us? We're talking about ourselves. <laughs> Not ourselves, our family, because we don't obviously do that. We broke away. And that's right. what we try to help other people do. Right. Exactly. And and you got to be able to bust because that's half the fun in it. We're, we don't mean anything by it. We're just having fun. you got to yeah. laugh. I mean, laughing is one of the best ways of releasing blocks and resistances and everything else. That's, I mean, the two, the two things I tell, I want every day, I want to be, you know, I, there's the gratefulness and I have to laugh every day. Past that, mm-hmm. you know, everything else kind of falls into place. And it really does pay to do those, whatever your things are that you like to do every day, to do them more yeah. often. I experienced yeah. that this past week on Monday. I talked a little bit about it on the Tuesday show with David Strickle in the stream of David, uh, how I had really Monday night, I had a crash and burn. I mean, it, something just came out of nowhere and just knocked me on my butt. And if, if it had happened, say, 10 to 15 years ago before I had really started to learn this stuff, it could have affected me for like six months and it right. turned into like a spiral. I can see how it could have turned into a pretty bad spiral that would have hit me physically in some really major ways. But because of the work that I've been doing on myself and, and deliberately spending time focusing more on things that I enjoy and so forth, I was able to climb out of it in an hour. Now I had a lot of help from Louise. Don't get me wrong. I didn't do it all by myself, right. but, I mean, there's a big difference between one hour and six months. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know? you know, and just by acknowledging that, then it can happen easier and easier. Because I, I had something like that reoccur this week. Because, yeah. I mean, I used to work in advertising. Everything needed to be done last week right. or last month. So it was constantly that push. Like, you couldn't stop. So I found myself in that energy this past week. And I'm like, I could feel it. I'm like, what? why am I? I have, I have no deadline. I don't have to rush. I have all the time in the world. Like there's not something that I had to get to that stuff was getting in the way of, but I had that energy come up. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. I'm not staying with this energy. (laughs) We got to shift that thing out. I'm surprised it even came up again, but it did. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, let's, let's clear it. Yeah. We have to recognize that stuff happens. I mean, Even if we're going to be in the highest vibe we can be in all the time, stuff's still going to happen. Yeah. It isn't about whether or not we can prevent it. It's about how we're going to respond to it. Right. Because if we respond to it in a way that reinforces it, we just basically screwed ourselves. <laughs> but if we responded to it in a way that says, you know what, I can gain some perspective on this. I, I could even find a way to like some piece of it, even though I don't like it. And it just yeah. disappears quickly. You know, yeah. un- unfortunately, and maybe Rita can add to this, it's like the ego wants you to be in that, you know? Yeah. So the thing is that once you start realizing it and you know what it feels like, you can look at it and be like, no, I'm, I'm just not going there. Like, why are you coming up again? Like, you know, what's the point of this? But right. it is kind of like, um, 
You know, it is for me. I feel like it's like the ego is like still trying to grip. Like, yeah, you think you got rid of me? Watch, I'll show you something. <laughs> no, no it's very true. The other thing that um, the ego banks on is you um, staying in the same pattern over and over again. So, like people, oh, hold on, drop my thing here. People ask, have been asking me recently, how long is this going to be? Mm. Like this whole thing that's happening between the pandemic and um, uh, what's going on in, in the White House and, you know, the whole politics thing. And I said to them, don't concentrate on how long it's going to be. Concentrate on what you can do to make your world good. Like, don't don't worry about when it's going to end because there's a lot of change that needs to happen. And it's not going to end, like, just, at, you know, like the snap of a finger. We're learning the biggest lesson we ever came to learn here, and that's how to coexist and remember. Mm. Coexist without um, hurting each other, without... Um, that labeling uh, and you know bringing in all these right. things to be separate for. Yep. That's right. That and um, treating each other the way we would want to be treated, and you know collectively coming together as one, instead of this whole separation thing that we've created. We learn. That's it. We're in the. We're in the. We are in the crux of it. Don't worry about when it's going to end. What you have to do is. What can you do to help yourself get into that better space? What can you do to help yourself make the changes you need to make? Because once you make those changes, again, it goes out. And people look at you and they go, oh, she could do what I could do it. You know, and then yeah. they start to make changes. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Linda. I was just going to say, um, and, and we can remind people, and I feel it's very true, there's so much light coming to the planet so when that light is coming to the planet, it's like those, we'll call it darker energies, they're, it's like they're fighting for their life right now. That's why it's popping up every kind in every which way you can imagine. It's coming up to the surface. And it's like, you know, they want, it wants to be seen, but what it doesn't realize is the more we see it, the more it dissolves. Because mm -hmm. it used to be hiding in the shadows, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's like there's so much light. It's like it's, like it's boiling up. It's like the earth is being the puppy, the, the wet puppy, and just shaking it all off. <laughs> That's right. a nice analogy. I like that Right? One. And that energy is coming up to the surface where we can all see it. We're like, holy shit. You know, what's going on? But, but that's, that's directly connected to that ego. That's yeah. why it comes in like that. They know how to use the ego, the darker energies. They know how to use the ego to, to try and get you to fall back to what you were used to. And... It's so easy to do that because it, this, there's a certain comfort zone by being so used to being that way. You know what I mean? So sometimes we have to get out of the comfort zone to move ahead. And there's yeah. nothing, you know, there's, 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 no, there's no destruction in that. I want, because people sometimes feel like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to survive it? A hundred percent. You were made to survive all of it. You're that strong. You're that powerful, and I don't mean powerful in the way of, you know, having well, power over. I mean, you're that empowered. 
And we came here for this experience that's going on right now. Well, that's the one thing people, I don't think, realize. That that's a hard thing for people to get, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. but I don't know if I made my point before, but my point was, as we're seeing all of this t coming up, we should be like, I mean, okay, people are going to hate me, but yay! <laughs> right? This is great! Right. It's awful, but it's great at the same time. Because right. it's, it's, it's actually the demise of it. Because, again, we're moving from that third dimension to the fifth. And this stuff has to come up and be dismantled. Dismantled, and that's what's happening. And the way you contribute, the way we individually contribute, is by being our best self, seeing our own shit that's coming up to the surface, because it's happening everywhere. Everywhere. The whole fucking world <laughs> it's the bottom line we are everyone and every part of this earth is experiencing this in one shape form or another there's no and one is getting getting like oh let me move to you know i don't know iceland and see if this all goes away no it doesn't and okay, it does bring, it does bring, bring in Oh, I'm one quickie. This is a quickie. It does okay. bring in, as we see this globally, that we are all going through it together. We are all connected. It is all of us, not just right. sections of us. Right. Right. The, the thing I have to bring in is uh, we had a question for Rita, uh, for a psychic question from Carla, who's actually written in before. And it fits perfectly with what you were just saying. So here it is. She says, I've been looking to move and have been hindered in the past, is this a good time to take the step? <laughs> I've got, I, you know how many people have asked me about moving, and I tell them all. If you feel compelled to move, don't think you're moving and all of this is going away because it's not. If you're moving, you're moving because you feel like your energy needs to be in a different place. Great. Mm. Perfect. Okay? Then, yes, you move. But if, you, if you're running from something, I don't care what it is. If you think you're going to run from something, it's not going to happen. It will come with you until it's settled. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't see an issue with her moving. I think, she, I think there's something going on with family, and that's why she doesn't – her hindering is a family thing, not her moving. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Okay. That's what it, that's what it feels like to me. So, um, but just in general, like people say to me, I just want to get out of here. Like people are running from New York City to here. Like I want to tell them, <laughs> I don't know. Like fine, but we're no different. Yeah, you know, we are no different than New York City or Florida or anywhere else right now. Yes, there are there are populations maybe that are not hit as hard as us with the pandemic, which is another, see, that's another thing. We're all being affected by the pandemic, mm -hmm. not just one of us, right? So that, that just goes to show you, we're all in this together. So, you know, you can, um, you can wallow in the crap or you can, or, or you can shift it and, and, you know, learn from it. By the and way, speaking of COVID, um, I had mentioned in the past weeks, that Patty Framo, who used to be a co-host here on the show, had shared with me a few weeks back that she had been diagnosed. Yes, I had COVID. 
So she was dealing with the coronavirus. And so I, I actually reached out to her today because she was posting something on Facebook. I said, how's it going? How are you feeling? Are you past it yet? And she wrote back, she's feeling great. So yes, she's got it all behind her. And I wanted to make sure I shared that, partly because there are people here who are listeners who remember Patty, and partly because it's important to remember there are a lot of very happy stories coming from people who are recovering. There's a lot of people recovering from COVID. You know, I I just moved my karate school into um, another fitness center's space. We're sharing space. Mm -hmm. And there's actually two fitness centers in the same big building. Just about every trainer there has had COVID. They're like, yeah, it was like a regular flu and I got over it. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. most of the people you talk to, that's what, that's what the experience is. And a lot of them, they didn't even know they had it. So who knows if the test is right or not, but if it was, they didn't, they were, they didn't have symptoms. Right. So it's not like, and that's the majority as opposed to the ones who had the really, really horrendous experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there are people who have had horrendous experiences, but it's important to remember 94% of the people who have been diagnosed and, and had a resolution to it have survived it mm. oh yeah i mean that that's that kind of gets glossed over but that means most people are surviving it that's really important that that's like because, because that, that doesn't okay we can get past it, this and it, why does it get glossed over because it doesn't sell fear but that's well, yeah. okay because we need all that fear to come up so we can just blast it once and for all sure yeah no it's yeah. very very true um and also i, I think oh, people I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I think, I think people need to understand, too, those that have um, not survived it were honestly not meant to be here for this next piece that's coming. Like, that's, you know, there are just some that said, I'm out of here. I don't want to I don't want to deal with this any any longer. What's going on on the earth? Um, and so there, you know, it's the same thing like anything like 9-11 like there were people that stayed home that day there were people that had their kids were sick there were people that just not and there were those that said no i'm going to be a part of this history that blah 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 right i mean look at mother mother Teresa. how many people have she was she in contact with that had god knows what oh yeah diseases the woman never got anything really you know what i mean like that was it so if you're not supposed to, you won't, you know, and you just have to do what makes you comfortable. Don't worry about what the rest of the world says or mm-hmm. thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, even if uh, half the people say, this is crazy. We shouldn't have to wear masks anymore. Everybody should not be able to throw parties. Well, when you get invited to a party, if you feel comfortable, you go. If you don't, you don't. If you need to wear a mask, you wear it. And if you don't, I don't know what, you know what I mean? It's like, let's not, let's not fight about if we got to do this or we don't. Let's just do what makes you comfortable so the anxiety isn't high anymore. Yeah. Because that's what's causing the craziness and the chaos is the anxiety. Wouldn't it be great if more people went inside to ask themselves the kinds of things you were just saying rather than going to news reporters or whatever, just going inside and saying, how do I feel about this? How does this feel? Does this feel right that I should? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I get twice already. I forgot my mask and, and I had to go back to my car. To get <laughs> all the time. You know what? <laughs> twice. Um, so I, I said I just opened my karate school. Well, I did reopen in July and like one to three people would come to any class. So we couldn't we couldn't stay doing that. Um, and most people were online still through Zoom. Well, now we reopen. That was July. So now we're in September. 
and we reopen and quite a lot of the kids and the adults are coming back. Oh. There are still some on Zoom because the parents are just, they don't feel comfortable yet and that's their choice. That's fine. But so many more, I think because especially for with the kids, adults, you know, they make up their own mind, they come or they go. But I think a lot of these parents are just tired of their kids being stuck in a house in front of a computer all day for school. And then they're going to do computer karate too. <laughs> no, yeah, right. they want to, they're sending them over, you know, get, get out of this house. I'm tired of seeing <laughs> right? But, but the, know, kids going, the kids are going stir crazy, you know, they're like yeah. they don't get people, to see friends. You know, they want to be with people. If this happened when we were kids, this would have never been a problem because we were always outside. Right. It was, never, true. it was never an issue. We were never inside on a, on a computer or a, you know, playing video games and all that. Was, well, there was, were no computers. That kind of helps, but still. <laughs> I remember because I had the first Atari, but I wasn't on it 16 hours a day. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It just. We were in the street third... playing kick the can. Did you play kick, kick the, the can? can. Oh, kick my the God. can. <laughs> yeah, kick ball, the whole thing. Yep. That's oh, true. That's true. Climbing trees, collecting bugs, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did. You were a bug collector, really? Yeah, I was yeah. a real tomboy, and you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the lightning the bugs you used to, right? Oh, put them like in the all car. Kinds, yeah. All kinds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Good stuff. Um, I had read to you a couple of emails from people who were writing in to say thank you, and I realized I had neglected one, so I can't leave this one out of the loop, okay? Okay. So this one comes from Alexandria, and it's a little bit lengthy, so bear with me while I read it. She says, hi, Rita, you answered a question on the show today from me. First, thank you so much. It felt so great to hear someone speak to my recent experience. I had so meant to be watching live so I could add to this conversation, but I just wasn't in a position to watch live. My question was the one about the extremely intense surges of energy and the visions that are coming with them. I wanted to update you on this situation. These surges and visions came over and over many times for three days. The next day, it is true that I was exhausted and somewhat disoriented. However, things started to change the following night and the next day. I felt amazing, like I'd never felt before. It felt like I was cycling through all these different feelings, a new one every second. It was like I was receiving some kind of update or download. Reminds me of things that you've talked about, Linda. My whole mind and body felt electric like I could fly if I tried. Not really, but you know what I mean. The same thought kept coming to me. This is how people felt when the world was new. I wish I could feel that way forever. I chose to take a break from my spiritual journey for some years back because my experiences had gotten a little too intense, but I am completely committed this time. Once you know certain things, you can't go back to not knowing. I haven't had the visions for a couple days now, and I don't feel quite as exhilarated as I did yesterday, but I could still pretty easily pick up on the essence or feeling tone from them. My question to you is this. I am considering using a Ouija board to ask if someone is trying to communicate with me. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think it is safe? Thank you in advance for any advice. <laughs> That's so funny because in my house growing up, a Ouija board was taboo. <laughs> but um, I am of the you know, mindset of when you put a positive intention out there, you could really use any modality to help you um, – connect to spirit like i would tell anybody when you do do that you have to be aware that there are that you can open a door to an unpleasant entity 
Um, and so you want to make sure that you're clear, you're grounded, you um, kind of surround yourself and protect yourself, no matter what you're doing, um, and that your intention is pure. And then, by all means, um, I know people that use Ouija boards. It, it's it's like anything else. You can open up a portal to the good or to not so good. Okay? So you just have to be aware and be careful. Linda, if there's anything you want to add to that. In my house, the, there was never a, a Ouija board allowed in my house growing up. Now, I don't feel connected to it. It's not. It's not something... I feel connected to, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. You know what I mean? You know what? I, I did respond to her because, I don't know, somehow either she sent it to me or I don't know how I got it, but uh, I responded to her that, yeah, I'll use one. I'll use, not a Ouija board. The Psychic Circle. This board yeah. is so much fun. It has the Zodiac in there. It has the elements in there. It has all these different things. It's got... um the planets and like every all these different ways to get messages and the booklet comes with all the explanations for all of that and what things are going to so you, oh some weird sound thing happened um and it and it gives you instructions on how to set the space and what you're asking for like so that you're calling in only the highest of vibrational beings to assist you and work with you so i have so much fun with this board just for the fun of it <laughs> or sometimes when i can't tap into something for myself i'll be like my husband or son, my son, you guys want to get on the board? Let's do the board. And we just have a ball doing this thing. It's really fun. And a lot of times the messages come in, at least the way my guides put it, very comical. Like they have a this personality, a sense of humor coming through the messages that come in the board. So right. I have fun with it. I don't think it's at all scary, but maybe because of the board that I have that I use, the psychic circle. Um, so... Look yeah. what you guys were talking about earlier regarding the fact that the world as a whole is going through this upheaval and more and more light is coming in and so forth. Um, it makes me think about what Alexandria was writing in her note because she was experiencing these amazing experiences, like the, these whole dreams and, and, you know, dream sequences and whatever coming through to her. And I imagine there are probably other listeners who have experienced something perhaps similar, maybe not exactly the same as what she's experiencing. Um, but anytime we experience something new like that, it can be a little bit surprising, a little bit shocking, maybe, maybe even intimidating. Um, I've heard stories from people who were just you know, thrilled, absolutely thrilled by what happened. Other stories from people who were, oh, my God, I, this is more than I can handle. So maybe you guys could talk about that for a little bit. When, when you start getting stuff that you hadn't gotten before, how do you handle that? What's, what's the best way to, to think about that? I think connecting to um, reaching out to somebody that may already know um, or, you know, also asking yourself, okay, uh, you know, talking to the spirit world, asking what, what is this? What am I experiencing here? You know, and, and listening and, and just feeling, feeling through it, not to get scared right away and, you know, run. Um, but there's so many people out there now that you can connect to um, that, understand the experiences and can walk you through them that I, I think that's a, you know, a good way of um, working with it. Yeah. And then the, the fear and things like that is most, you know, unless 
slim chances that it's really something to be worried about. Most likely it's just an awakening process that you're going through. But it's only because of outside programming of people have told you to make you think it's scary or it's bad or it's evil or it's this or it's that. So then you want to do exactly what Rita said, you know, if it, if you're not elated by the experience, you know, and, and just want to know more and understand it as opposed to be, you know, play, play with it, have fun. But if you do have some fear, but the part of you remembers how to have all the psychic ability, because you already know it, you've already done it mm. at a different point that right now you're not at <laughs> in a higher dimension, you know? Um, yeah. You can find someone like Rita, someone like me to talk to, to ask about it. Is mm-hmm. that Alec, Alec, uh, Alex, what was her name? She, she, her questions came through, um, a blog post that she landed on on my website. Mm-hmm. So she was looking and reaching out for mm-hmm. someone to help her to make sense of, of this. And look, mm-hmm. she found it. She did. <laughs> now there's so many of, you know, so many healers, so many psychics, so many mediums that you end up getting a referral from someone that can help. There's, there's just no, no, and spirit will always guide you to where you need to be. Mm. So all you have to do is ask, you know, and, and most importantly, people need to understand that they have their free will gives them the, um, the, uh, how do you want to put it? The ability to say to spirit, hold on. I am not comfortable with this. I don't understand it. You need to help me here. And I don't want to experience this right now until I understand it. That's all you have to do. And, and, and don't let the fear override what's happening. And it's, sometimes it's not even yours. It's somebody else's. That's the other thing people have to understand. I've walked into a room and I feel a certain way. and has nothing to do with me. I just picked up on somebody else's energy. So... That's important. No, yeah. I, I had an experience. I had an experience once, and I know, I know Rita. I think I've talked to you or somehow connected to you after you did maybe um, a psychic reading, like an event with Roe. And you're like, okay. yeah, I go home, and they're all at my, they're all at my bed, and you're wanting to talk to me. I got to tell them to go away. <laughs> I remember you saying that, right? Yeah. So for me, I had I had the experience where these two beings were in my room. And I woke me, I woke up, it scared the shit out of me. And I'm like trying, I'm like pulling on my husband. I'm like, I didn't get my words out because these two guys were in the room. He's like, what, what? There's nothing there. I'm like, and then, then, then they just left. And I, I, and I didn't understand it back then. So I was like, I, I never want that to happen again. Right. I totally cut it off. But now I would like it to happen again, but I know there's probably still this bit where I'd be like, oh, so I think that uh, when I when I can let that go, then maybe I can have that experience again. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like when – <clears throat> what's that, Walt? I, I told a similar story one time here on the podcast about how we were asleep, and in the middle of the night, I was in that half-dream state. You know, I wasn't yeah. deeply asleep. I, w- I wasn't awake. I was like halfway. And all of a sudden, this face came at me came in really, really close, you know, like inches away from mine and said, hello. And it just scared the bejesus out of me. I sat and said, what was that? And Luis says, what, what? I said, what the hell was that? And Luis says, what are you talking about? There's nothing here. That was Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <The blob. laughs> 
That's funny. So I understand that feeling of being scared out of your sleep. <laughs> it's not a fun feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy for them to connect to you when you're in that in-between state because you're not fully asleep and you're not fully awake. And it's it's like meditating, so they can very easily get in that way. Well, and plus, we go we travel out. So you might think it's happening in your bedroom, but maybe you're still somewhere else and haven't come back yet. And you're seeing what's well, going on there. I I have been... I've had think I've had it where I'm out and I wake up and I'm not fully in my body even though I'm awake. Yeah. And I cannot move until I get myself fully in my body. It's almost like being, you know, paralyzed, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's just to let people know it happens not to get scared. It's just you're not fully back in your body yet. That's and all. Then and the other side of that, too, is sometimes you come back too fast. Yeah. And that's startling. Yep. Well, what I can tell well, you, my case was when I experienced that, and after I had settled down a little bit, uh, Louise and I were talking about it, of course, and I ended up deciding to say, okay, whoever you are, if you're going to try that again, don't come in so close. That's the part that scared me. You can stay back. I heard you just fine. You don't have to come up and shout it in my face, okay? <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what you're, you know, as, as a, um, a human with free will and as a spiritual being, you're allowed to say that. Yeah. You're allowed to command that from the energy. That's the beauty. Unfortunately, they listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, have the <laughs> they have to. They have to. They don't, they, they can't override that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's hard to remember sometimes just how um, incredibly powerful we are. I mean, in our human state, we tend to undermine and discount how powerful we are as creators, as sourced energy, but we're pretty powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. So I have other questions I could go to. I'm, I have a feeling this is actually a good time for Linda to pull one of those cards. Out. And I actually, I think I see her reaching for something over there. Go Linda. I, well, what, I don't know. One deck was kind of calling me. So, I, well, I, I had this feeling that that was happening. That's why I wanted to stop and go in that direction. Like there's something there for us. So let's find out what it is. Or, or do you want to do the next question and I'll just shuffle up and we'll ask spirit to, you know, Okay, well, we can yeah, do that. Yeah, why don't you do that? Mix it all together? All right. Yeah, well, well what the intention is that the right card comes up right okay. after this next question. Right after this next question. <laughs> Stay tuned after this question. Yeah. So this is from Josie, who's also written in before. She's one of our usual live streamers, too. Uh, and she says, hi, Rita and Linda. Thank you for your input on my grandfather. I wanted to contact you, too, because I've been trying to write a novel for a long time. But each time I start a new story based on an idea, I lose motivation. As much as I like writing short poems and flash fiction, I want to expand my horizons to longer form. So can you, if possible, contact the higher realm to see what genre or story scenario would be best for my creative flow? She wants to, she's saying she wants to write a story about her grandfather. Uh, no, she's, she started off by saying thank you for input you gave 
uh, about her grandfather in a previous question that she had raised. And then she went on to ask this question about writing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm hearing that she needs to write about her own experience here from childhood up. Hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be, it can be in a fiction form because some people write their story, but they make it fiction. Mm-hmm. They change things. They make it, you know what I mean? Yep. So, but um, something about writing it um, brings a huge healing to her. Hmm. Yeah. And um, the procrastination is her doubting the ability that she can do it. Ah. That's all. And we know from experience here on the show, because she's actually come onto the show one time to read her poetry, and her poetry was really very positive, good-feeling stuff. So she has the ability. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's very, um, very talented. Um, she should try every day, begin the writing process, um, 10 minutes of writing anything and everything that's in her head. Hmm. And not nonstop. Like, we don't put periods, commas, question marks, anything. You just keep writing, writing, writing. After that 10 minutes, take a deep breath, start writing your story. It's going to help move her into the story. And by um, the way, I, I see her in the, the live stream, so she's getting this live too, which is good. Yeah, and, and, and um, she, she's got to understand that when she does start, uh, Spirit will bring her um, more information, more and more and more information. She's not doing this alone. She's got, she's got several um, entities on the other side helping her do this. So I kind of picked up on some like childlike wonder is the energy that was coming to me. So whether it's something that she's writing geared towards children or just from that enthusiasm and excitement of that child and bringing that energy into however she tells this story. Because mm. it feels like it could be like a very uplifting thing. And bringing in that magic, I don't know how oh, yeah. it applies, but that's just kind of what came in. You're right. It's very uplifting. It's absolutely so. And she may be able to, um, instead of it being an actual book, it could be um, experiences, short stories. And then um, after after she writes about it, then she writes something positive about it. Like, in other words, she'll write the story, like a short story, and all in one book. After that, she writes uh, a very positive poem or uh, uh, what did you call it, Walt? Um, uh, she called it uh, short poems and flash fictions. Yeah, uh, and poetry or whatever. About that afterwards, a very positive, uplifting thing about that. That's just mm-hmm. something that flew in now. So there's a multiple ways she can do it. We're just giving her examples from spirit. Yeah, and then when Rita was saying that, what popped in for me too is maybe each of those chapters, or because Rita, I think Rita said, the story of her life or her own experience. Maybe she writes it from the, from the voice of who she was at that time mm-hmm. in that story and puts that flavor to it, the discovery of it. And then she matures as she goes on through the book. Right? I don't yeah. Know. You could write it from the, um, from the sense of uh, a child as a teenager, as right. an adult, 
you know, um, put yourself in the first, third person, whatever, you know, whatever feels right. But have, the, I mean, the best thing is have fun with it. That's, you know, that's the most important thing. Well, this is a good example of what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, because we were talking about the importance of spending more time and more attention focused on things that we enjoy doing. That's right. good to us. I mean, this falls right into that category because we already right. know Josie is a very positive writer. She writes about, about very positive stuff. So why not focus on positive stuff that is meaningful to you, that's actually fun to you? Yeah. They just want her to go deeper with herself. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. That's what this is about. So Okay. So maybe this is also for her, or, and that's why you had to do that question first. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't question these things. But the card is Ride the Wave. We got it in reverse, but this is what the card looks like. Okay. Ride the Wave? <coughs> ride the Wave. Ride the Wave, and we've got some dolphins there riding away. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number 14. So it's, and it's in reverse. So it says, you may be mistaking a rogue wave for a fun ride. You can only coast for so long until you hit the shoreline with a smack. The tide is ebbing, and your activities are now preparing you for when that wonderful wave comes in for you to ride. You're meant to learn how to be strong. You're meant to learn how to be a strong swimmer now. Don't worry. Preparation ensures a successful result. However, you must wait patiently for the right moment to come. Now is the time for conscious preparation and skill building. I don't know. Very nice. Well, I can see how that would fit in with what she was saying, because she was talking about how she would start a new story based on a new idea and lose motivation. That's the swimming part. Maybe it wasn't the right wave yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Conscious like preparation and skill building. So, yeah, maybe all of that, none, none of it's wasted. Like right. whatever part you put into it is all leading you towards and building those skills. I don't know. We'll no, I think, that, I think that's it. And then what Rita was saying about, you know, going back to your childhood and writing from that perspective, Linda, you, you, you described in more detail about the value of telling it as if you were that voice of that younger child. Um, that's going to bring up stuff that is important to her, first of all. Second of all, she's going to turn that into a very positive story because that's the way that she writes. I think that's actually going to produce the kind of result that you guys were talking about where she's so engaged. So you know how, um, let's just say there was a, a, you know, a traumatic event in the life when she was a child, right? Mm -hmm. So she writes about it from the child's perspective. Mm -hmm. And then she writes now a poem or whatever it is from the child's perspective at a higher level to turn it into something positive. Mm -hmm. Sure. And what she learned from it. You see what I'm saying? Each piece teaches you something. She will heal so many parts of her by doing that. You know, and and what'll happen is spirit will come in, doesn't necessarily the poetry doesn't necessarily have to be um that's the part they're talking about, meaning fiction. It's like it's what they're gonna give her is information on how that dynamic or that situation uh, can change. It doesn't have to be that way now. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's changed now, and this is how we're changing it through this through this writing process. And then it's healed, and then we move on to the next thing. I'm going to try that myself. 
You know what? Yeah, because I think that card can speak to everybody right now because we're riding these waves of all this stuff that's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like just it, – because a lot of it has to do with really finding out what's really my truth. What do I want to do? Am I going to waste the rest of my life doing something I hate doing? Like what do I want? So maybe now it's time to find that wave that just takes you. There's no yep. effort, you know. There's no effort. It just takes you to the next place. So, and we talk about this a lot on this show, like being in the flow of that energy and allowing spirit to, to move you towards what is your next thing without making yourself feel stuck in a certain place that you've been in that you don't want to be in anymore. Right. I think it's astrologically, uh, I've been hearing a lot of stuff about that too. It's like, stop trying to make things work that really don't fill you. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. good. 100%. Perfect. I also had another thought come to my mind as you guys were talking there. It 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 is it's a reminder of like what the, the great artists would do, like a like a, I don't know, a Leonardo da Vinci, well known for whenever he was going to do a painting, he would do sketches, right? He yeah. kind of sketch out different ideas about how he was going to do this painting, and then he'd find the one that would work best for him, and then he'd actually start doing the painting. Well, in Josie's case, she her her sketches, so to speak, could be poems. She's, yeah. she's really good at writing the poetry. That that part seems to be pretty easy for her. So maybe treat the poetry writing as a way to kind of sketch out the ideas of what story she wants to tell from that child's perspective, that young version of herself. Sure. Also kind of spell that out and then use that as a basis for deciding how she's going to write the longer form piece. That's beautiful. All right. I think, oh, I, got the, I, think I got the card to... to uh... Did I interrupt? Did I interrupt? Did I interrupt? Were you finishing a thought, Rita? No, no. I was like, you go, Walt. That's awesome. I like this idea. (laughs) Okay. So the card is blow off some steam. Mm. Right? And I saw the first sentence, so let's see what it says. It says, um, and of course, this is the answer is simple deck. It says, whoa, easy now. Your ego is feeling threatened. So it has moved into fight or flight. This is like what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Filling right. your body with adrenaline, making you ready to come out boxing. When your body is flooded with this hormone, it's difficult to connect with your spirit because you're filled with fear. In this state, you're likely to make rash decisions, say something you don't mean, draw conclusions that aren't accurate, and overact. The best way to reconnect with your spirit and to find the correct course of action at this time is to blow off some steam. Go to the gym and punch a bag. <laughs> Hop in the shower and, and scream at the top of your lungs. Visit this shore and yell into the wind. Tell the universe how you feel. Grumble to the heavens and let it all out. If this is impossible, get a journal, write it down, all your anxieties and your frustrations. Spare no detail. Bent until the adrenaline inside is burned up and you begin to calm down. Make no decisions while you're riled up. Stay off the phone, refrain from sending emails or no text messages either. (laughs) (laughs) Wait until you have clarity before you act. As your fear subsides, your spirit will emerge. That's what's happening, right? All this fear is coming up so we can actually connect to spirit and be the spirit that we are. Anyway, it says, as your fear subsides, your spirit will emerge. Just be mindful not to vent or lash out to innocent people. Take your frustrations and anger to a neutral place and release them. Also, be conscious not to hold in your anxiety and stress, denying that it's there. This, too, blocks your spirit and hurts your body. So blow off some steam and then go have some fun. (laughs) A recurring theme. 
Good stuff. Yeah, very good stuff. Very good recurring theme there. Um, what, a way to, what a way to end the show with that. I love it. No kidding. Yeah. I also want to uh, remind people, since we're obviously not going through all the questions like we used to because we're trying to make this a broader program for everybody, it's going to mean that some people didn't get their specific question answered. But the questions that we did address, I think, are probably addressing some of the questions that weren't specifically asked. And this goes back to what, Linda, you've talked about a lot, that when a question gets answered, the answer is going out to a lot of different people. And that right. we, should, we shouldn't just kind of blow something up. Well, they didn't answer my question. Well, actually, they probably did. You just got to listen to what the other answers were, right? Right. Yeah. And I think that card just speaks to what some of the stuff we talked about earlier, is that the planet is blowing off some steam. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. So just a reminder, uh, make sure that uh, you are putting the LOA Today app to use. Um, feel free to send in the questions. We're, obviously, we're not doing all the questions live on the show, but send them in anyway because we're going to pick the ones that um, are, are most in tune with what seems to be happening, kind of like on a, a, a gestalt basis or whatever. Um, that, that When I'm looking at the questions, I look at which ones seem to have the most resonance, not just within me, but would apply to a large number of people. And, you know, so don't be sure, um, scared off about sending in a question just because we can't get to all of them. Send them in because you're contributing to that and, conversation just by sending that question in. Well, you know, I kind of had an idea. What if you were to write the question on different cards and then just and just pick randomly? Yeah, sure. Because that. that's kind of like letting spirits say what to talk about. And then yep. probably the conversation, we could even start a show off with a, with a question. Yeah. And then as Rita gets into that, it's going to bring up a topic. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So that, all right, that will make that part of the, uh, the methodology going forward. That sounds good. Awesome. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we've got our new uh, format set up. Next week, once again, we're having Carlos Balasquita back to uh, tell us what his fabulous uh, manifestation story was all about. So we'll look forward to that. So be sure to join us for that. And uh, Linda and Rita, I hope you're going to have a wonderful week. This this should be a, a nice you weekend. Too. Enjoy yeah. that show again because we're, we're be beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. it's going to be really good. So thank you guys much. Thank you especially to our podcast listeners as well as to our live streamers as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.